London after the rain, doggedly kept away from the filth out of the gutter inside a breakfast dive, the little boy sat with his sorrowful mother. Neither spoke, aside from her infrequent encouragements for him. Oh, said much. Another woman watched the two from across the desperate booths of quiet patrons, seething, not belonging to this world, and the mother said, What was about to come, little boy? Scraped his fork through the breakfast against the plate, consumed by a guilt he didn't understand. And then beyond the window, along the curb and gutter, with the tumultuous filth tumbling with the current, a world-weary old vagabond without arms or legs glided by in a swoosh of sing-song glee. Not so much apart from the trash, but away with it. Down into the drain, the little boy stared through the wet glass, scared of what was to come next. The mother was dead. The little boy about to be hurt. There was never a chance. While trapped in the old Tibbert house, Dr. Xander Crow deployed Wormwood's own demon of metal, otherwise known as Jimmy Details, or that overgrown kid with all the silkscreen band shirts, on a rescue mission to Los Angeles. While in the City of Angels, Jimmy managed to save Sparrow from the clutches of Don Marino, even as he left a breadcrumb trail straight to Crow, a trail the sinister Mr. Carrefour has patiently followed. It's been a long, arduous journey back to town, but tonight, Jimmy Details and Sparrow will arrive in Wormwood. of a drowned woman, Dr. Xander Crow has found himself trapped in the mysterious town of Wormwood, a prisoner within the old house atop the hill. Now, as secrets are revealed and horror becomes undeniable, sinister new shadows have begun to creep across this strange town, lost forever at the crossroads of darkness and fate. Welcome to Wormwood. Episode 15, Weeping Doctor, Wilted Demon, Written by Jeremy Rogers and Rick Beta Jr. So, this is Wormwood. <laughs> Guess I was expecting a little more foreboding from the town that caught Xander. It really is oh so disturbingly quaint. Wake up, details. We're here. Wake up. Ow! <coughs> what? We're in Wormwood. Finally. Thank God and kill me. Oh, head trauma. Son of a tryst with Beelzebub's illegitimate offspring. 
Kick my ass right in the head, Sparrow. What gives? I can only take so much of your Sid and Marty Croft dreamland muttering. What? No. I was having this really weird one of this armless dude body surfing the gutter of some ass-backwards street after the rain. Wait. Oh, yeah. And he was sans a pair of legs, too. And he was like this... Focus details? We're here. Where? Your hometown. (laughs) And it's funny because... There's not a parade in sight. Wormwood? Hellish, yeah. I know this main street. There was this dude, known from legend as Suicide Scott, who used to live right back there. And I'm telling you, and you'll agree soon enough, Wormwood has it all in spades. Ugh, I wish I could see it all through your virgin eyes. You're gonna love it here. You never cease to amaze details. Like birds breaking their necks on streak-free panes of glass. Just you wait. Many strange and unusual things abound, my migrating feather. No. Friend, I said it. <laughs> anyway, points of mysterious interest await with point-and-click apps galore. Stuff to scrapbook in your witchy photo album or whatever you call it. So what are we waiting for? Let's tour. As interesting as I'm sure it would not be, how about you tell me how to get to the old house that Sanders trapped in? What time is it? It's late. How late? Does it matter? Hey, come on. What? Do we have any more of those raspberry cookies from the gas station? Jimmy... I don't want to be here any longer than necessary, so please. Uh-oh. Are you okay, Sparrow? Looks like you're hurting. No lumbar in a stolen truck, I know. Don't ask, all right? Done deal. When we get to Dr. Crow's house, you're getting a back rub from me. No resistance, because you know it's going to be... No. It's always going to be no. you got to let me and my skilled fingers work the road out of your spine. These might look like gnarled digits with the most abnormally large knuckles you've ever seen outside a circus tent, but I'll have you know that not only can they work sweet nightmares across three power frets, but also the lower curvatures of a hot chick's back. Just you wait, Sparrow. Jimmy's gonna crack your corn. Shut up, okay? I'm fine. Just leave it alone, please. But you're white knuckling the steering wheel. You don't look fine. But I am. Really. Just tired. Say no more. Turn right at the diner two blocks up. When Deidre opens in the morning, I'll take you there. Good food, good coffee, and you know what? It's a stop on the tour marking the timeline when the good Doc Crow and I first met. Ugh, seriously? about time. Like the mineshaft race in Temple of Doom, there was only one way this was gonna end. Jesus. Do you have to go potty? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, like you don't have to. Please. Ugh. Maybe you can try not to think about my bladder. Maybe. But first things first. Here we are, old man Phineas Tibbert's place. As bequeathed to him by Peter Cushing? Yeah. It's tipping the scales awesome. I grew up thinking it was haunted. I'll admit, this is impressive. Kind of. Sweet! You dig it already, don't you? Watch where you pitch that ten of yours, details. I'm not exactly gunning to move in. But yeah, it's a cool house. There aren't any lights on, though. Don't be scared. Don't be stupid. Okay. Oh. Hey, check this out. I got this one, Sparrow. Doc Crow's gonna love it. I've come for the dead woman. Didn't I just tell you to not be stupid? Is the door locked? No, there's something blocking it. He's barricaded himself inside. Open the door, Xander. It's me, your ever-disgruntled assistant, Sparrow. 
Maybe he's asleep. Shut up for a minute, details. Why would he lock himself into the house that he's trying to escape? Master, I've returned. I brought with me the girl. She's got some fight in her, but she'll do. <laughs> Open up! We need to prepare the laboratory! God! <laughs> Idiot. What? Be quiet, Jimmy. Xander, you're there. I can hear you on the other side of this door. Aren't you going to talk to me? Hi, boss. You okay in there? We've made it to town. I began to assume the worst. I'm sorry. Ah, oh, don't be sorry. Los Angeles lost its allure years ago. The angels there don't like us much. <laughs> I don't suppose they would. Are you going to open the door? No. Why not? Because, because, uh, I don't have a strong enough reason to, and because I belong here, you wouldn't understand. Hmm, you finally got the place feeling like home, is that it? Must be nice, boss. Nice, yes. Nice, uh, it's been really nice. Hearing your voice again, Sparrow. But now, you should go. Mm, no, not going to happen. You're not off the hook this easy. I can't pay you, Sparrow, and I'm sorry I can't resolve my unfortunate issues with Marino or how they might have turned out to affect you. No, I can only continue on by continuing my current trajectory, so with that, please accept my goodbye. Xander, you can open the door. You can let me see what's happened to you. You can let I don't need to be helped. Sounds like you do to me. Oh, and who are you? I'm the only person who understands you, Xander. That's who I am, and you owe me more than a goodbye. I'm going upstairs now, Sparrow. I can get past your barricades of antique furniture. You know I can. You don't owe me the dedication. No, not anymore. You're right about that. You've always been a blight to humanity and nothing but a madly arrogant, absent-minded little prick to me ever since your one good day in San Francisco. Tis true. But then again, you're not all that bad. Fair enough. But I've been away from the object for far too long, and it's time to go. You can stand at the door for as long as you like, but this is it for you and me. Now, for the last time, goodbye. Xander... Don't go. I can't leave this house, Sparrow. I told you... I told you that you wouldn't understand. It's just not possible to really, truly, ever climb out of hell. So go away. (laughs) Fine. I'm gone. As soon as you answer something for me, what did you do with it, Xander? That night, you couldn't drown it, could you? It was like stone and gristle, sloppy red with my spilled blood. God, it was all so blurry, so much blood, so many tears. I can't see through it. If I wasn't still hurting inside to this very day, I don't know that I'd remember any of it or what you promised me. You promised to take care of it for me, that I wouldn't have to worry about anything because you were there. Do you remember that? 
I clung to that promise. And now I want to know how you upheld it. If you even tried once, every part of me that you touch, Dr. Xander Crow, you leave scarred. So tell me what you did to help me. Answer this, and I will turn and walk away and leave you to rot in this house with your novelty horror, okay? Deal? What the hell did you do with my baby? I took it home with me. I didn't know how to kill it, so I kept it locked in a box. And I starved it to death. Sparrow, it truly is dead and gone, as promised. Okay. Good answer. That'll work for me. Adios, Crow. Sparrow. Sparrow, wait. Much appreciation for finally opening the door. Ugh. You really look like shit. Clever girl. But ultimately no use. Now that the door's open, I'd just like to add, I gotta take a gargantuan whiz-bang late-night long-road tinkle. Out of my way, mother effers, this dude's got pee! You really do look like crap. Come on, let's figure out what's going on here. No, 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 no. Sparrow, Sparrow, this way. There's a brown sofa and blankets just down this hallway here. You'll absolutely love the kitchen at all. Just don't go and... We're going to need serious coffee to straighten you out, boss. Is the store into the... Now, see. You rushed in, haven't you? What the hell is all of this? What's with all of this blood, Xander? Ah, yes, well, um, you never actually gave me the chance to warn... What, Sparrow, watch out! I'm sure what isn't sticky is still quite slippery. Ugh, this is disgusting. Eh, well. I thought I was summoned to break you out of some rural house of tricks, not a Texas slaughterhouse ripped from 1970s era 16mm film stock. Well, if I'd have known that you'd be arriving in town tonight, I could have tied it up here and there, mostly here in the kitchen. What did you do wrong this time, Xander? Nothing much. God damn it, Xander. Is that a human head on the floor? Where? Oh, yes. Yes, that is. It, it is. Don't worry, Sparrow. I didn't kill. Oh. Is that supposed to make it better? Come on, Sparrow. You're eyeing me like I'm some sort of a psychotic. Is there a more fitting label for you at the moment? Lampshade, aficionado, maybe? Sparrow, I'll have you know that to the best of my limited understanding of legal matters, I don't think I've done anything... Technically punishable. You butchered this guy, right? Yes, but I did not kill him. Sparrow, he was suicidal. It's a long story. My kind of story, actually. He lingered in this house before giving way to the pull of a noose. But he'd seen it all. Following the day, the object was unearthed from the granite. His name was Ellis Griffin of Wormwood's founding Griffins. And he was... Xander, stop talking. God, 
I really don't care. You chopped him up. And contrary to how the law works in your messed up head, dissecting a corpse the Ed Gein way, even if the body came to you via suicide, will get you in trouble with the fuzz. But Sparrow, he should have been dead and gone a century ago. Don't you get it? Local law enforcement doesn't even have that kind of a form to fill out. No, I don't get it. I don't get why you chopped him up, either. I like to think that he would have wanted me to, considering what I needed and who I needed it for. He was fond of the girl, of Lamora. It seemed fitting tribute. You've lost me. I needed blood, Sparrow, for my pet, my little water rascal. She's been raised on a strict diet of human blood, but since her mummy died, somebody's had to... Xander, you hate pets. You hate plants, too. You can't remember to keep anything alive. Bygone days, Sparrow. It turns out I only needed that special bond. Come here. I want you to meet her. Her? God, I hope I'm allergic. I keep her in a jar. Xander, what is this? I can't... I can't really see in the murky water. Oh. Oh, wait, Xander! That's a mutated tapeworm. No, 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 that's not a tapeworm, Sparrow. She's much more special than that. Look at her teeth and her serrated tendrils. She knows me, Sparrow. She's responsive to my touch. Oh, she's begging for a treat. <laughs> How cute. Okay, let, let me see if I can find you a stray finger. Hold on. You have really lost your mind. Yes, I know. <laughs> but it's been a fairly recent happening. Look at my sword. I got a big sword. It's a big sharp sword, and I got... Whoa, whoa, what's with the crime scene? They're making torture porn with the Easy Bake? Give me details. How are you? Hey, Doc Crow. Uh, sorry, I had to go to the... I mean, I had to pee. What's going on here? No, 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 don't move, Jimmy. Let me come to you. Okay, huh? Uh, wait... Are you going to hit me, Dr. Crow? Nonsense, Jimmy. I want to say job well done, my friend. You've returned with my assistant, just as I asked. And both of you are unharmed. Job well done indeed, Jimmy. Dude, you're totally giving me a real hug, man-on-man style. Yes, I am, Jimmy. Say, Dr. Crow, is it okay if I hug you back a little? Yeah, we're not quite there yet, Jimmy. Uh, okay. I just thought that maybe, you know... You see, Sparrow, Sparrow, this is how things are supposed to be. Everything will be just fine now that we're together. <laughs> you, me, the boy, and a pet! <laughs> All of us under the same roof. There's no reason for any of us to venture out into the world again. Ah! Okay, damn it. What's the deal with all this freaking blood? I want you to drink this coffee, Xander. I haven't had straight back coffee since I was five years old. Inside that seedy dive in London. With my mother. Where she took me just before she was killed. Not now, Xander. It's been raining, I remember that. Hey, that reminds me about that dream I had in the truck. Remember Sparrow? A guy with no arms or legs. Details? Shut up and mop, okay? We need this kitchen spotless. You guys are sitting with coffee. It's so late. Coffee smells good. Don't be a baby, Details. Somebody has to clean up all this, Gru. We can't leave any blood in... Fine. 
But it's not fair if it's only me. It's a lot of blood. Actually, this poor sap was pretty dry. You should see how much of that red stuff can be milked from a realistically aged gent. Buckets galore. Awesome. Sometimes I think I have too much blood in my body. That's why my face is always red. But I don't like needles, so you know, that's why I silkscreen instead of tattoo. Too much blood? I was on the Jan Mayen Island in Norway, you might recall this once, Pharaoh. We'd stumbled upon this volcanic cult prepping a blood sacrifice to the guardian of the Arctic Hellgate. Oh, no. Don't tell him this story, Xander. In fact, why don't both of you just stop talking to each other entirely? You're so cool, Doc Crow. I bet you'd be awesome in a Mexican standoff, like that ending in True Romance if it had demons. You'd totally be Christian Slater, and I'd be like, Alabama, all smiles. Clean the floor, Jimmy. Okay, Sparrow. Xander, drink your coffee. Please. And tell me about the containment spell. What happens when you try to leave the house? Nothing. Nothing happens. I don't want to leave. I'm not trying to. I've told you this, Sparrow. You're leaving tonight, Xander. I've gone through hell getting to Wormwood to save your ass. Don't worry. You can thank me later. When you're on hands and knees begging for my forgiveness. Oh, dirty thoughts. Details. Shh. Things are going to change with us, boss. Starting right now. When you see the object, Sparrow, you will understand. You're too much like me. Mm-hmm. I never thought getting you out of here would be the problem. Okay, listen to me, Xander. Carrefour has been hot on our heels since Los Angeles. Carrefour. Uh-oh. He's working for Marino now. I wouldn't be surprised to find him here already in town. Well, the first thing to understand is that Car 4 does not work for people like Marino. The agenda of a crime lord means nothing to a disciple of the sick and twisted underworld like fancy pants voodoo jiving alligator wine drinking Mr. Car 4! Hmm. Payback, you think? After what you did to his zombie lady friend? <laughs> I'd wager that if you know he's following you, then he knows you know, and he wants you to know. Carfor is cunning that way. But why would he wait to arrive with you and not before you? You're more vulnerable alone. Yes, so he needs the two of us together. Ah. But that really doesn't make any sense. Unless it's vengeance. No, no! It's the object. Carfor wants the object. But how would he even know... Dude, Carrefour knows about the object. I heard him talking to that bartender at open mic night. He called it something else. I can't remember, but you know, maybe he's following us because he needs us, you know? Like, he can open the box and roll around up in Pandora's crack and all, but he can't get it out of the house to do anything really bad with it. That's where we come in. Do I really need to force-feed this wormy thing at the garbage disposal? Don't do it! Jimmy, I'm asking, please. You don't know her like I do. The slimy thing has some bones hidden inside, don't it? You're a monster, Jimmy Details! She was my pet! How could you do that? What? I can't hear you! Hold on! Ah! Think you're gonna do that? What? Are you are you mad at me? But she told me to do it, you heard her. 
Clean up everything, moron. That's what she said, dude. <laughs> she said to dispose of the whatever it is. It's cool. Dude, I'm sorry, but I gotta finish her up or start to stink up the sink. Don't talk to me! God damn it! I've got to get out of here! This is a good first step, Sander. But we need to get you outside of the house. Didn't I release you of your services? Quit! You're fired! Whatever, just get out of here. Not to be insensitive, but we have bigger problems than parasites. Snap out of it, Xander. You have to listen to me. Since when? Xander, it's me. I didn't see it until details pointed it out, but now it's undeniable. I'm the dangerous one here. If I can help you, I have to open a door. Carfor knows this. Simple solution, then, is not to help me. He's been waiting for me to get here. Maybe you should turn around and go. Hmm? What do you say? Take the Nimrod with you. Uh, I'll stay, of course, and I can... I can deal with Carfor when he shows up. What? No. Boss... Maybe he won't follow the two of you from here on out. That'd be nice, don't you think? Jimmy and you could just continue your road trip, cruise up the coast, and get lost. No. Yes! Above the door. Look at this, Sander. Did you even read the incantation? This isn't so much a containment spell. No. Look. There are scribbles moving out away from the door. Like ripples in water. Here and here. And over here. Xander, these are inquisitions. The primary motive of the spell is to find something specific to you, about you, and then to latch on to whatever that is. Ah. Well, that's quite the devious plan for Phineas Tibbet to employ. <laughs> I pictured him more of a mechanical marvel sort and not so much a death trap trickster. Um, it... It's so simple. It doesn't matter, though. I'm not going to hack off pounds of my flesh until I find the right meaty key that allows me to walk outside. I'm sorry, Sparrow. Say, Doc Crow, I was thinking about this dream I had earlier tonight. Jimmy, I don't want to talk to you right now. Not after what you did, okay? This guy without arms or legs was surfing the flood of rain against the curb, and he was totally happy. Jimmy, not now. Why don't you go wait out in the truck? I, I think I understand what has to happen to get you out of this house. See, this house is the diner, and that little boy in the dream was really you, wasn't it, Doc? Have you gone mad, Jimmy? What are you doing with the butcher's knife? You were giving me a hint, right? You'd be happier if you could be outside, wouldn't you? Like that bum in my dream, all happy and free and stuff. No, 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 no! no. no, no I'm just, I want, come, let me get... Get off me, Jimmy! What are you doing? You're not gonna still, Doc. Don't fight it. The dream. Sparrow told me. Sparrow, get him off me. Get him off me now. Jimmy, the dead hand. Quick, cut off his hand of glory. Jimmy, Jimmy, don't. Please. Ah! You cut off my hand. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, Jimmy. 
Go get blankets, sheets, something. We need to make a tourniquet before he bleeds to death. <laughs> oh, God. Is he gonna die? I don't want him to die. Go, Jimmy. Get the stuff and find the hand. We should take it with us. This, uh, I don't see it. Maybe I kicked it. It's gone. The hand is gone. What? Ugh, forget it. Go get the blankets. Oh, and Jimmy, you did all right. We have to get you to a hospital. There's no arguing this. Okay, boss? We need you on your feet. Gee, you're heavy. All right. It's all right. One step and you're out the door. Come on, Xander. I've got you. And that's that. We're past the door. And you're going to be okay, boss. Crossroads is produced and distributed by Habit Forming Films, LLC, and features the cast of Season 2 characters. Arthur Russell as Dr. Xander Crow, Sonia Perozzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Scott Olenek as Jacob Kidder, Nicole Rayburn as Harmony Barrister and Nurse Wendy, Rob Grindlinger as Sheriff Tom Bradley, Cedric Bloomington and Don Marino, Anna Maganini as Lynette Bradley, Peggy Nolan, and Commander McQueen. Chris Blaylock as Dr. Pete Menno. Peter Dirksen as Jimmy Details and Jonesy. Dave Johnston as Wayne Drexel, Jonathan Kidder, and Dale Lighthouse. Ben Bootman as Chip Drexel, Mr. Carrefour, and Bishop Grail. Robert W. Allen as Special Agent Wojtek. Joy Venides as Sister George. Zachary Folks as Brent Saunders. Andrew Ramirez as Dexter Nolan, Coralie Nickars as Deidre Frost and Emily Saunders, Joe J. Thomas as Hank Mason, Bob Gildenstern, and your announcer. Additional voices provided by the talented cast. Original music compositions by Todd Hodges. The Wormwood writing staff includes David Acampo, Jeremy Rogers, Jeremiah Allen, Rob Allspaugh, Tiffany K. Whitney, and Rick Beta Jr. Wormwood created by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Copyright 2008, Habit Forming Films, LLC. Wormwood is a serialized podcast drama and cannot be distributed in part or whole outside of the podcast format without written consent from the creators. For more information on the cast, creators, and individual episode credits, please visit www.wormwoodshow.com. Thank you for listening, and welcome to town. Jimmy's going to crack your corn. Shut up, okay? I'm... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy's going to crack your corn. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
shut, shut up, okay? Oh, shut up, okay?